Jamie, I know you've been through a lot, and when you find the time, I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking couch. Hi, welcome to Why Do You Like This. Um, have you ever been tied to a couch? <laughs> uh, couch, no. Excellent. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> You're welcome. Anyways. How um, about you? <laughs> uh, eat all of the above. Hmm. Yeah, anyways. Um, welcome to Kinkcast. <laughs> Try to be harder, daddy. <laughs> anyways, that was gross. I hated saying that. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I don't want it in a podcast. I don't want it in a sexual encounter. I simply don't want it. (laughs) Um, Same. Um, It actually, like, I almost vomed a little bit in my mouth when I said it. Yeah. I I had a friend that, like, exclusively referred to her. I I don't, I'm going to use the word boyfriend very loosely. Uh Uh-huh. As a daddy. (laughs) The life support system for the dick she enjoyed. Yeah. um, And it was a little bit more bothersome because he did have small children. And so I was like, is that like a, th- a thing? And then she was like, no, he's just a daddy. And I was like, that's gross. Gross. <laughs> Anyways, um, don't refer to your significant other as daddy. Or I mean, anybody. do what you want. No, don't do that. Don't refer to me as daddy. Um, <laughs> Ever. No, Thank I don't you. think you should refer to anyone as daddy unless you are literally under the age of 10. <laughs> and it is your biological or adopted father. 10's too old. <laughs> hey, I'm giving it a birth. I've still like a... <laughs> A child age, I feel, is semi-appropriate for that. Not entirely, but, like... I don't care what goes on between two consenting adults, as I, long as I'm not a part of it. I, I don't think any Do adult should refer to their... Literally whatever. Or sexual partner. Not about it. I don't care where you put light bulbs. What? <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> I've got answers. Wait, who is putting light bulbs where? Oh, it's like a thing. What? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> mm. I, I just feel like that's just like one like very minute move away from bad news bears. Oh yeah, that's why ERs exist. Ooh. Anyways, um, enough about buttholes. <laughs> and any other holes. <laughs> that's just where my brain went first. <laughs> it's your hole of choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we watched the thing. <laughs> I think that rolling your eyes. Uh, we did watch The Thing. We are here to talk about Mr. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. We couldn't talk about 80s horror movies without talking about John Carpenter. No, we couldn't. This I... might be his best movie. It was a lot. I wouldn't say it's my favorite John Carpenter movie, mm-hmm. but it might be like his best movie. Okay. Let, let's unpack that. Okay. Um, so, um, <laughs> this movie was a lot. This movie fucking rocks. Um, this movie is so fucking good. Let me like preface this by, like, I was... Get a little stoned when I watch this, as uh-huh. I watch most things. Sure. <laughs> and, you know, the very, very opening with the dog, I was like, why is this man shooting this dog? Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to end poorly, and I'm going to cry. It literally ends poorly for everybody. Oh, 100%. But not in the way that you think. No. Well, this was so good. It's such a good opening, because you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and then, like... Me and Zach were screaming at the TV, like, don't fucking kill this dog. Everything that you think is completely <laughs> turned on its fucking head. You're like, why couldn't they have killed that fucking dog? Facts. And, you know, I'm, like, not really big on, like, an animal death ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they should have killed the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a dog. Well, okay. What looks like a dog? <laughs> Perfect imitation of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how close up you get, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, for the uninitiated, <laughs> uh, this is 
1982 movie by Mr. John Carpenter, mm-hmm. written and directed. I think he had a co-writer. Oh, I don't know. Um, a remake of a film from the 1950s called Thing from Another World, mm-hmm. which was based on a short story called Who Goes There? Oh, yes. I, I found that on the Wikipedia. Yes. Um, John Carpenter's a big fan of the original. If you watch the original Halloween, they are watching Thing from Another World, like on oh. TV in some scenes. I don't think I've ever noticed that. Or I don't know if there was like, ever a title screen, or if you're just supposed to know. Yeah, it's one of those things, if you know, you know. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I didn't, so I don't. <laughs> yeah. But now I do, I guess. <laughs> That's the fucking truth. <laughs> Excellent. How you love, doing over there? Love that for me. I'm doing great. Great. <laughs> um, can we just take also take three seconds and address that Kurt Russell is actually a toddler in this movie? I fucking love Kurt Russell. <laughs> I, I don't uh, love No Kurt toddlers Russell. ever had a beard <laughs> like Kurt Russell has in this movie. <laughs> Okay, but he looks, like, basically, like, five years old. But this is, like, he's, like, 30. He's, like... But he looks like a baby. Because <laughs> there's, there's John Carpenter movies with Kurt Russell before this. Uh, how the fuck am I supposed You've to You've never seen Escape from New York? No. Have you ever seen Used Cars? Don't look at me like that, Zachary. <laughs> I haven't seen that either. Have we? Great, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I have seen Escape from New York. And he's so. a year younger in that one. And I bet he looked like just a, as big of a baby, if not more. What are you talking about? No, there's never been a more manly man than Kurt Russell in this movie. You sound like a crazy person. He, he looks so young, though. I'm not saying he doesn't look like a manly man. Because he's not made of leather like he is now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was before sunscreen was like really like It's a like a saddlebag with eyes. Uh, I'm just kidding. Kurt Russell's a beautiful man still. And will always be dynamite head of hair. I don't know how he does it. Um, he has money. <laughs> mm. That fixes a lot of problems <laughs> that you and I could not ever solve. <laughs> um, anyways. But yeah, so my first note is, like, I swear to fucking God if that dog gets shot. Mm. And then it's shortly followed up with, well, maybe the dog isn't a good. Isn't, good. isn't a good. <laughs> isn't, isn't a good I don't thing. think this dog is a good. It's not. No. Surely. Surprise, it's not. it's not. Well, it's not even a fucking dog. <laughs> but is it, though? It's not not a dog. Can I blow your mind for a second here? No. If the, th- if the thing imitates I'm cons- you. I'm not consenting. <laughs> so the, the long and short of this movie is uh, these guys are at a, um Antarctic research center. I'm not really sure what they're doing. <laughs> they're just kind of there. Um, Sciencey shit, probably. They encounter these uh, Norwegian guys chasing this dog across okay, the tundra. What, that's what they were. I was like, who, who are these people? Um. They end up saving the dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, some shit goes down. Yeah. They kind of find out that the Norwegians had unearthed a spaceship Tyler. in Antarctica. Uh, whatever was aboard is some sort of crazy organism that mimics other life forms. Right. And it's sort of like a hive mind situation where, like, there are multiple copies of right. multiple people that are all this one thing. Yeah. The thing. <laughs> what? Here's the thing. <laughs> And, like, they more or less kind of get infected. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Not really. It's, like, kind of, like, more of an assimilation thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Essentially. Okay. Um, I, I, that's what I gathered. I'm not a genius. But, like, what? <laughs> I know. I feel misled. I know. I know. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, like, every molecule of you becomes, like, its own indivi- individual organism that wants to survive. So, like, when the host body is threatened, that's when the real wild shit goes on. Right, and that's why, like, the, like, blood, like, dispersed and then, like, kind of, like, creeped off and, like, Yeah, or, like, why the <laughs> homeboy's chest opens up and bites the guy's arms off. 
anything could have prepared me for oh, that. Oh, man. <laughs> like, not one thing could have prepared me for that. Um, I was not ready. But here's my question for you. Okay, great. The thing imitates you. Uh-huh. It, are you so perfect in imitation that you don't even know that you're the thing until, like, the shit happens and your head, like, detaches itself and crawls around on spider legs? That was my question for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are they cognizant that they have been taken over? <laughs> or are they not? Um, so, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I would like to believe if I was the thing that I would, I would be a perfect imitator of the thing that I was becoming. Uh-huh. Go Math. on. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> make two plus two equal something. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing who I am as a person, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> I would end up dead immediately. <laughs> In some capacity. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. The thing is imitated you, you're dead. Well, right. But, <laughs> uh, which I think is, like, the thing. Cause, the thing. Because... Um, once they kind of realized that this was happening, mm-hmm. they were kind of setting up, or at least a few of them were setting up kind of booby traps to let themselves be killed. Yeah. Or whatever. And that's where I kind of got confused, because I was like, well, are you cognizant that you've been infiltrated? Are you talking about, like, the guy destroying the blood? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I was, I was confusion. Yeah. So, like do, like, do you know if you've been infiltrated? I think that's the uh, the giveaway that, like, maybe mm-hmm. it does know, and it's, like, taking steps to ensure its own survival. Right. So that's why I was like, wait, what's happening here? Yeah. Okay. Copy that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> I don't think I got an answer, but sure. <laughs> so this movie, um, this movie came out in 1982. It came out, like, the same month as E.T. Yeah, it came out in the middle of June. Yeah. Um, it came out and everybody in the fucking world said, no, thank you. Like, this movie is gross. This movie is mean. This is not what we want. It got, like, horrible reviews. Oh, no. It bombed at the box office. John Carpenter spent, like, the next few years kind of, like, doing apology projects. <laughs> like, I think he did Christine right after this, which is a horror movie, but it's, like, a Stephen King movie, which right. in the mid-'80s was, like, making a Marvel movie. Where For they were sure. just like, here's a, a, a thing. Here's a hit. Go make it. No, the thing wasn't a hit, though. And then he... God, get your own shit right. And then after that, he made Starman, which was like a nice alien movie. A a nice alien movie. (laughs) With Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen. Jesus Christ. Um, I've always wanted a nice alien movie. Almost John Carpenter's entire career, especially this, like, insane dynamite run that he had from, Mm -hmm. like, the original... Even before Halloween, Assault on Precinct 13 till like, the end of the 80s, where he's just making, like... Mm -hmm fucking bomb or bomb-ass movie after bomb-ass movie. Not, not bombs. Not bombs. Not bombs. Well, they are bombing sometimes at the box office and they're getting bad reviews, but almost every single one has gone on to become like a cult hit or like a reanalyzed classic. Oh, okay. Like he's just making fucking great movies, but that almost, almost every other one is people are like, man, fuck this. <laughs> or like... Like, what is that like? Like, even film scholars are like, ah, John Carpenter kind of sucks. And, like, the idea that somebody is, like, such an auteur mm-hmm. and making these movies that are like, this is a John Carpenter movie. And every single one you watch, you're like, man, look at the craft. Look at his voice. Look right. at what he's doing. And, and if somebody was like that in the era we're living in now, it would blow all of our fucking minds. <laughs> but at the time, they're just like, ah, it's, like, disposable popcorn bullshit. Who cares? That's actually kind of wild. Makes me sick. <laughs> that's what makes you sick <laughs> nothing else <laughs> yeah well it also kind of this movie watching this movie in a uh a post-covid 
world. Oh, <laughs> like, really fucked with my head. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, you're walking around, you don't know who's infected. <laughs> no, like, actually. <laughs> um, that is a, a wee bit unnerving. <laughs> um, especially, especially in, like, deep COVID right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where everyone's just like, you know what, fuck it. Deep COVID. <laughs> well, like, the COVID where, like, everyone's kind of pretending that everything's kind of over, but, like, it's, like, not. <laughs> Um, in fact, people are, like, more sick now than they were a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sick. I did, a, like, six kickflips on the way over here. It's really wet outside. That's actually very impressive. Yeah, it's wet wherever I go. <laughs> um, this was, this has been really fun, the, uh-huh. all, this whole run. Um, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to shut it down now. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, no, but it's, like, dead-ass raining sideways. If you, like, well, first of all, on a skateboard, period, outside right now, uh-huh. <laughs> I would be very concerned. <laughs> and especially if you were doing multiple kickflips. Yeah. Six kickflips. Six kickflips. Kick yeah. Excellent. Um, anyways. So, yeah, let me, let me go through my notes here. Um, oh, one thing I did, uh, note pretty early on, um, as per usual, the music's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, really adds to like the creep factor and yeah. like the just like general like weird feeling of the whole deal. Interestingly enough, not John Carpenter really doing the music. Ennio Morricone. I don't know who that is. Who's an Italian composer who did a lot of the like spaghetti westerns, uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and like Fistful of Dollars. I'm shaking my God, head. What no. are you? You're like an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> Westerns that Clint Eastwood was in in the 70s. I know who that is. There you go. (laughs) Like late 60s and early 70s. Um, So that's what he was like known for. And Mm -hmm. he didn't really speak English. John Carpenter definitely didn't speak Italian. And they were just sort of like (laughs) passion shit back and forth. And Morricone would like give him stuff. And he would, Carpenter would be like, fewer notes. (laughs) Simpler. Make it sound like something I would do. Like this, but not quite. So it does really sound like Carpenter's stuff, right? But it's like it, it's a little fuller sounding. Like it sounds more right. like a traditional film score. No, definitely. There, it like definitely is like I don't want to say like louder because that's not the right word, <laughs> but like it, it definitely has more of like a body to it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, interesting piece of trivia: um, the movie, the Quentin Tarantino movie *Hateful Eight, mm-hmm. um, I haven't seen that. So. Uses um, an unused piece of score from this movie mm. in that movie. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that good? I haven't seen it. That's uh, fine. Isn't it like eighteen years long? It's really long. Especially like the, the structure is like, really cut version or yeah. The, fucking I've never watched the uncut version. No, I, thank I you. I think it's legitimately like five hours. Yeah, they did it as like a mini series on Netflix or something like that. Um, <laughs> but no, I've, I'm fine with the length of the theatrical cut. I don't need to see cool. anymore. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. And, Sorry, Quentin. Uh, not really my jam. Yeah, so. it's not one of my favorite Tarantino's, but it was worth watching the once. So. Cool. I I may never, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? Maybe I'll go watch you again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I still haven't watched past the first season of you. Um, I actually did just start season three today because mm-hmm. um, everyone's shitting their pants over it, mm-hmm. and I keep almost getting spoiled, like just by scrolling on Instagram. And honestly, season three is pretty fucking good. Season two was like meh. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I I, I definitely think it like holds up throughout the seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't speak for the whole of season three, but everyone's again shitting their pants over it. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, I like the first season. Yeah, I. I bunch of people are, I guess, saying that fucking, what's his name, Penn Badgley deserves like 500 Emmys for this season, but I don't know about all that. They should give him his uh, hair from John Tucker Must Die. Uh, no. Yeah. 
absolutely should. We definitely should. <laughs> Tall and long. Um, no. Um, I, I'm cool to Dan from Gossip Girl vibes that we're getting now. <laughs> no. Was he in that show? He was. Okay. And uh, spoiler alert for a over ten year done show, he was Gossip Girl. <laughs> oh, word. XOXO. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just does a dynamite Kristen Bell impression. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, anyways, where were we? <laughs> Enough about my Madly. <laughs> what do you got? I don't know. <laughs> this is your this is your your movie. <laughs> True. Um, I th- I just think what's so great mm-hmm. about this movie is the sense of like paranoia. Oh. And yeah. like how it feels cold when you're watching it. No, like I definitely like. First of all, like, I, I do love a feeling of anxiety when I'm watching a movie. Like, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm watching a movie and I'm very anxious, I will, like, pick at my cuticles. And I was picking at my cuticles the whole time watching this. <laughs> good. Good. That's how I know it was a good one. Um, obviously, the practical effects are fucking insane and, yeah. like, have probably yet to be topped as far as, like... No, and um, actually one of my notes is I was like, oh, I really hope they showed the autopsy of, like, that corpse thing. And they do. Yeah. I was... <laughs> As much as I wanted it, I still wasn't ready for it. When they find that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's that one, and then there's the guy in the chair who, like, slit his wrist, and, like, the blood is frozen in those, like, walls. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, what did, what did I say? Oh, like, oh, everything's normal. I'm like, is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think I'm buying that. Um oh my word the dog was bad news that's another note i have yeah then his face opens up like a weird meat flower (laughs) um no it was definitely giving uh the demogorgon from the first season of stranger things vibes Mm -hmm. um i don't know if that was like the inspiration of that probably partially (laughs) yeah because i like full send was like wait a minute (laughs) this looks familiar a very interesting detail in that when the face opens Mm -hmm. up like that all the fleshy bits that open up are dog tongues oh my god (laughs) that's okay because at first I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Um, my next note is, I have 99 questions, and every single one of them is, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, at first I was like, is this like a shapeshifter? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Yes but like, no. I didn't realize that it like was like basically like, becoming the things as right. opposed to just like taking shape. Instead of like one thing at a time. Right. Yeah. It's like a all the things. <laughs> Let's take over. Oh all. man, they need to make a sequel and just call it Things. <laughs> if anybody's listening, <laughs> have anybody. you ever heard the story? No, I, I heard this on another podcast. I don't know if it's true, but that um, you've seen the movie Alien, or know of the movie Alien? Uh, yes, I'm so, aware of it. <laughs> Ridley Scott <laughs> made a movie Alien in 1979, uh-huh. and then there's a sequel um, that James Cameron made. And it's called. Cameron made and it's called Aliens uh-huh. and the story the like maybe mythological stories that he went to go pitch the sequel to the studio and there was like a, a whiteboard or a chalkboard and he wrote Alien on it and then added an S and then turned the S into a dollar sign and that's how he pitched the... I mean honestly I think that's the move I, I think like, that's, that's what we need to do <laughs> I, I, I want that to be true so fucking bad <laughs> Um, you no, know, I've never heard that story, but I, I actually hope for him that that's yeah. real. Well, it sounds like something James Cameron would do, too. I was like, because it's, it's a baller move. Like, yeah. It's like, I'm fucking James Cameron. I'm going to big dick energy this. Yeah. And... It was before he even was James Cameron, and he still had the I'm big dick him. energy. And here's the thing. Fake it till you fucking make it. Fucking A. <laughs> 
If I've learned anything in therapy, it's that. Huh. <laughs> that's that's why I exude such a confidence. It's all fake. I know. <laughs> everybody else. Hello. Hello. Anyways. Um, <laughs> my next everyone's going to fucking die. <laughs> and then, sure as shit. Do you think everyone does die? Yes. Let's skip to the end. Okay, great. Um, Kurt Russell and Keith... Uh, David are the two survivors. Mm-hmm. Do you think either of them are themselves? Do you think one of them is themselves? Do you think they're both the thing? I think that they're both the thing. Really? I do. I, I could be very fucking wrong. Interesting. I, again, I could be very fucking wrong. Because mm-hmm. I don't see how they could be. Okay. <laughs> it just makes, it, to me, it just add, it adds up. Because it's like, I, I, to, what I gathered is that you have to be like close enough to it. Mm, maybe? I don't know. I don't I don't really know. And the one... Were, go ahead. I was going to say, the one thing we do know is they find the one guy's, like, shredded up clothes. Right. Like, covered in blood at one point. So, something physical is going on. You're not just getting, like, infected with thing disease (laughs) and becoming the thing. Right. And so, who knows? Yeah. And and that's why it's kind of hard to say. But, like, they're both clearly in, like, that kind of, like, well, we're both here now. Fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're either both going to die of hypothermia, Mm going to kill each other ourselves or just this is us now (laughs) but then my question to you would be Mm -hmm. the one thing we know about the thing and its motivations Mm -hmm. is that it's trying to survive and propagate right so it would be trying to get out of there or trying to survive in some way exactly so that's why i'm like well maybe if they aren't infiltrated yet Mm -hmm. they're going to be like on its way out you think it survived that i don't know massive explosion because we know fire kills it right the thing I will say is we saw Kurt Russell right up until the end, mm-hmm. like, actively trying to destroy the thing. Right. And we don't really lose track of him between that and the end. Yeah. We do lose track of Keith David. <laughs> right. So, like, if anything, he's more likely to me to be a mm-hmm. propagation mm-hmm. of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to say. Right. <laughs> no, the ambiguity is the whole thing. Right. Um, and I think that's, like, one of those things that's, like, a hallmark of John Carpenter's filmography. I would really love... I, I'm not going to do it because I can't be bothered. This uh-huh. is totally just a side thought. I would love for somebody to count how many times we say the word thing in this podcast. Mm. In any context. <laughs> like, every podcast we've ever done. No. <laughs> I meant, like, just this one <laughs> today. Um, if anyone's bored, let me know. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll tag you on, like, Instagram or something. You just asked to get trolled. <laughs> Um, I mean, I do that every day with how I just live my life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I share enough of myself on the internet to, like, be a walking troll myself, so Mm. it's fine. Um, which definitely explains the, like, troll ponytail situation I'm going on right now. My hair kind of resembles a troll doll right now. No, it doesn't. Don't lie to everybody. I think so. (laughs) Troll doll hair stands straight up. Yo, if it wasn't in a ponytail holder, it would stick straight up. (laughs) It, so the humidity is like really fucking in my hair right now. <laughs> There's an episode of The Simpsons where they're uh, sitting in church and Bart is holding a troll doll and it has like blue hair that's like the troll doll hair and Marge like takes it from him. She's like, I don't want you playing with something with such bizarre hair. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, respectfully, <laughs> uh, if my hair was blue, it would be pretty much just like that. <laughs> Humidity does wonders for curls. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, anyways. But no, I... 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 Because... I, I, hmm. <laughs> I, 
I could assume what they, at least this is what Zach and I kind of concluded. Uh-huh. What happened to that first encampment yeah. is what they ended up doing to the campment that they were in. Yeah. So Which is a very... But it clearly survived. It's a very, like, yeah, but that, that encampment was still there. Right, but, like, nothing else was. <laughs> like, it was clearly, like, pretty destroyed. It killed all the people. Right. And then there was just nobody left. Right, and so... They chased it away. Like, they burned this Yeah, lab. but, it, like, it survived. Yeah, because there was no fire at that other camp. <laughs> Maybe me and Zach are both just too high for that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, cause like, we were, it successfully killed everybody except I, for the guy in the helicopter. I think we had made the assumption that they had tried to kill it. Yeah, they definitely... Whatever. Right, but... I, whatever. Yeah. They clearly, like, did not succeed in destroying it. Right. Right. So what I'm saying is that, like, even though there was all this fire, maybe it did survive. Yeah. Well, no, they, we, we don't know for sure. Right. All I'm saying is nobody tried to blow up the Norwegian camp because it was still there. Well, they went and visited it. Well, right. But, like, it was it was, it was was fucked up. Was, mm-hmm. That's all we were, like, saying. Like, so, like maybe, yeah. like, you know, obviously, like, they attempted or whatever, but, like, they just didn't kill it with fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, they were chasing the dog down. They knew what was going on. Yeah. Well, you think they could have fucking said something? <laughs> they were like, well, they blew them up. They shot the one guy, and then they blew up the helicopter. You're right. I did completely forget about that. Before they knew what was going on. Which, um, the whole thing with them visiting that other camp, it's Mm -hmm. a very, like, literary, very Lovecraftian Mm -hmm. sort of setup where you Mm -hmm. see, like, what happened, and you're like, well, what the fuck? And then it all starts to make sense as you unfold what's going on with the current group. Yes. And we're also just a couple of dum-dums. Do you you have a favorite, like, iteration of the thing, or a favorite, like, effect? Um, I was going to say, honestly, it was the, like, coming out of the, like, body for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, my note for that was, oh my god, when that man's stomach opened up, I just can't. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the head, like, right after that happening, or the head pulling itself off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, the, like, the spider legs yeah, kind like, of grow out of it. Out. And then the one guy sees it before everybody else, and he, the cigarette, like, drops out of his mouth, and he's just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> And I don't think I could have had a better reaction to I that. love that shit. That's, like, one of my favorite movie things of all time. <laughs> like, what a, would, like, what would you do if you saw that? Exactly that. <laughs> Just like, well. <laughs> like, this here, is it. Here like, we fucking are. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I go out. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, also, like, when, like, towards, towards the end, when they're, like, I guess, like, kind of chasing around like with the fucking flamethrowers yeah. what a fucking ill opportune time for your flamethrowers to just, like not work do you think it's weird that they have flamethrowers yes like what are they for no I, I was hoping you would know because <laughs> like they had more than one too like they uh-huh. had multiple flamethrowers like first of all why do you need one yeah well <laughs> I, I guess I, I get that they were unless you're Elon Musk in Antarctica or was that or Jeff Bezos whoever that was Elon, Elon Thank Musk you. I can't remember who did it one of those rich assholes it's too cool for Bezos Everything's too cool for him. <laughs> you know, Lex Luthor looking motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, no, unless they were friends with Elon Musk, like, I don't understand like why they just had flamethrowers. Yeah, I don't know. But they, yeah, they had one for like every guy there almost. Yeah, like there was like many flamethrowers. But like, like what just... is the practical use for them? There, just to like de-ice the outside of the... But there has to be a better way to do it. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that's the most efficient way to do anything. <laughs> Even kill fucking monsters. It's a pretty good way to kill monsters. Not that they don't fucking work. <laughs> I mean, they do kill. Right, and then they were like, "Oh shit!" Like this thing ain't fucking things pretty anymore. quick. 
They do, they do in fact kill things quickly. Yeah. When they work. It's the only, because if you shoot it, it just like abandons like whatever right. part that you damage. But if you burn the whole thing, the whole thing. This is why I want a thing count. <laughs> so, <Somebody>, anybody. <laughs> um, so, like I mentioned, this is a remake, kind right. of, of um, an adaptation of a short story. The short story was very much about like the shape-shifting nature of the alien and like not knowing who to trust. It, in the first adaptation, they kind of just abandon all that, and it's oh. these guys at an Antarctic research center and like a weird alien that they're dealing with, who's much more of like a Frankenstein type, <laughs> yeah, type monster. So that when James, when Carpenter got the opportunity to remake, he's like, oh, I can go back to the story and do like a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. um, completely different thing yeah i know i was hoping that we this could just keep this going. version <laughs> of the thing is a completely different thing anyways <laughs> um and then there's been a remake slash prequel that came out in like 2011 yeah i was gonna say like when i was trying to google it that's the one that kept popping up it's um, got mary elizabeth winstead in it and it's not like terrible but it's not very good and the most notable <laughs> the most notable thing about it is the guy who made it was like all about doing practical effects and like wanted to make something that like stood next to the Carpenter version and they made the movie that way and then the studio was like oh no 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 and they CGI'd over every single effect oh that's upsetting and the CGI is fucking bad oh no that's it, really upsetting it looked bad <laughs> oh, no. I, I just pulled it up for funsies on Wikipedia uh -huh. um it cost 38 million dollars to make that movie it only netted 31 and a half <laughs> upsetting that sucks that's really rough um whereas this one cost 15 million dollars to make and made just shy of uh, or a little over 19 and a half mm -hmm. so not bad yeah. and that's only north america that's not even the world and that was just um mm -hmm. that was just the theater like if you're mm -hmm. talking about the early to mid 80s you're talking about the birth of like vhs where like you actually made money on the back end <laughs> right um so like all carpenters movies made money like he's never lost money on a on a project, really. Good for him. Yeah. That's rad. I'm sure that's not the case for most people ever. Yeah. Well, he works <laughs> with these, like, super low budgets, and he always just, like, manages to make something out of them. Hmm. And it works for his, like, his whole, like, worldview is, like, extremely pessimistic and extremely, like, internal right. and ambiguous. At least his best movies. Fair. Deal, <laughs> deal with that stuff. Like, you know, Michael Myers and Halloween, you're like, what's the deal with this guy? We don't know. We never will. Yeah. Are they things at the end? We don't know. That's fine. <laughs> um, and also, that's 50, like 15 and $19 million in like 80s money. Yeah. So like... Why is Satan in a tube? We don't know. <laughs> I mean... That Prince of Darkness. Everybody go check out the movie Prince of Darkness. So, yeah, 1987. <laughs> they find Satan. He is goo in a tube beneath a church in Los Angeles. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that kind of checks out, though. It rocks. Like, I've never seen that, but like the idea of that does in fact check out it's really fucking cool i'm, I'm sure it, satan is goo in a tube somewhere underneath a church in la mm -hmm. probably the church of scientology <laughs> <laughs> those are thetans excuse me <laughs> what'd you call me <laughs> <laughs> if you want we can do a scientology episode we can talk all about it <laughs> oh my god we talked about tom cruise <laughs> and all the fish <laughs> No, not into that. No. Or do you do you regret? I'll talk about that? Top Gun. If you want to talk about Tom Cruise. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk about Tom Cruise and Top Gun. That's fine. I love Top Gun. <laughs> um, Frankenstein's 
first time I ever saw that was actually a, Zach's first apartment. <laughs> like back like when we first started. Uh, I turned around, he was looking right at us. I know. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the first time I ever saw Top Gun. Ah right. uh, yes. Ah uh, yes. And I'm almost 100 percent certain I fell asleep, <laughs> which is you know par for the course. What are you? An NPC. You're a thing. I am a thing. Zach is nodding. <laughs> it, Zach checks out. Anyways, <laughs> what, what what's going on? Are we, are, are there anything else to talk about? Are there things to talk about? <laughs> so you had never seen this before. No. no. What is your final analysis of it? Um, I'm gonna revert back to a note that I had earlier. I have 99 questions, and each one of them is what the fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my assessment. Okay. <laughs> I, it's not a bad what the fuck, or 99 of them, no. for that matter. In fact, I would argue that they're good what the fucks. <laughs> no, I would put this on a list of perfect movies. Okay. I, d- I don't know that you could improve this movie. Yeah. Certainly not with, like, modern effects, and definitely no. not with, like, modern sensibilities. <laughs> Certainly not. Um, well, I mean, uh, clearly they tried ten years ago. <laughs> and failed. Yeah. Apparently. I just don't think, like, we don't make movies like this, especially, like, big pop culture movies. No. That are so fucking... Well, like, no, because everything, like, has to make sense nowadays. I don't think there's anything in this movie that doesn't make sense. I would also argue most movies don't make sense. These no, days. but like there's a, like an attempt for them to. Yeah, we want to <laughs> over-explain everything. Yeah. And we want uh, some sort of a positive message. Yeah. Like, Whereas, to, your, to your point, nothing's really made with ambiguity anymore. Mm-mm. Like. Well, like, things are just not like. Right, but like it's typically like there's still like an accepted ending or accepted outcome, even if it is like, yeah. like, Oh, who knows? Like kind of like, you know, like Shutter Island or fucking Shutter Island. Yeah. Like that. Or what's the other one? Uh, Inception, like shit like that. Like mm-hmm. where it's like, everyone kind of has like generally like one real opinion, yeah. quote unquote, where like this, like, I don't think there is one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like two outcomes, you know what I mean? Cause like either like, Oh, like they're asleep or they're not asleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this is just like, Oh, like everyone did fucking die. You just don't, you don't know how. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is, uh, John Carpenter refers to it as the first part of his Apocalypse trilogy. Oh. There's this, there's Prince of Darkness, and there's Mouth of Madness. I literally have not seen um, those. And I haven't heard of the last one. That doesn't one. surprise me. The last one is pretty rad. It's got Sam Neill in it. Okay. And it's like, uh, he's a private investigator who gets hired to go look for this missing author who's like a Stephen King sort of style mm-hmm. author. And then he, like, tracks him down, and it's like books are becoming reality, and there's, like, all this crazy shit going on, and then, like, the world is ending. Interesting. It's really nuts. It's a nuts movie. Huh. Um, not to talk about J.K. Rowling ever. <laughs> she sucks. Um, but, uh, semi-recently, like, uh, I want to say a few months ago, Jess had lent me the books that J.K. Rowling had written under that pseudonym. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> um, so, J.K. Rowling wrote a whole series, um, the, based on a character named, like, Cormoran Strike. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it's on Amazon Prime. There's at least one season of a show that was ad- adapted from it. Huh. Uh, I think it's called Strike, if I'm not wrong. Um, the first book's actually pretty fucking good. And I want to say, like, I w- she released, like, two or three of them before it, like, came out that she was Robert Galbraith. The, you know, that has her pen name. Hmm. Um, again, they're not, like, terrible books, but, like, she's a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, like, overtly recommending them. Like, if don't buy them. If you have access to a library or a free source of this book, sure. <laughs> um, Don't for, worry, I have no interest. Oh, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> talking to any of the, like, 30 people listening to this. <laughs> um, but the first book's pretty good. Um, the second book is called The Silkworm, though. 
and actually it has a whole thing about that um like the person because the the guy Corman strikes he's he's a pi and uh this lady comes in and her husband's missing and he's an author uh-huh. and the book he was writing ended up coming to fruition and he was murdered uh-huh. um in the exact same way that the main character in his book was murdered it was fucking wild mm. um it's literally almost like when you were talking about that movie it just yeah. like gave me a full so jk ripped off john carpenter is what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> i mean doesn't surprise me one bit no <laughs> me either and uh honestly the soul form wasn't even that good of a book <laughs> so i don't even recommend that one <laughs> like i said the first book's all right um i heard the show is like pretty good but again i don't really feel like giving her any money <laughs> so i'm kind of good i'm sure her ip is all over it <laughs> all over it um so this like just to put it in the context of what we're mm-hmm. talking about with this whole season or miniseries whatever yeah. these things we do are um whatever you want to call it sure it, I just work here. It ticks off. Uh, obviously, John Carpenter is very important to the '80s in horror. Mm-hmm. Um, important to you as a human being. <laughs> yeah, but if you're just talking about the mm-hmm. the genre itself at this given time, like Carpenter is fucking like all over it. He mm-hmm. fucking kicked off the slasher genre with Halloween. Right. Um, this movie, some of the other stuff he does. Uh, remakes mm-hmm. are huge in the '80s. Um, right. Remakes of movies from the '40s and '50s that are actually good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you've got this. You've got uh, Cronenberg's The Fly. Mm-hmm. You've got the remake of The Blob mm-hmm. that like rocks. I actually haven't seen either of those. You've never seen The Fly? No. I'm a piece of shit. It was originally on my list for this, but I chose something else for Cronenberg okay. and something else for the year 1986. But if uh, anybody hasn't seen Cronenberg's The Fly, I definitely recommend it because it's a wild fucking movie. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe I'll be on the docket for this evening. Who knows? There you go. Um. Anyways, as you were. Sorry. But um, speaking of Cronenberg and choosing a different movie, mm-hmm. uh, oh, wow. next week what a segue. will be, uh, all right, Joe Bluth, Who? <laughs> we'll be moving on to the year 1983, we'll be watching the movie Videodrome. Um, D-R-O-M-E? Yeah. Oh, hold on, I'm going to Google it so I can figure out if where it exists. Um, oh, it's on Peacock. <laughs> I know you hate that so much. Um... <laughs> It's also, uh, you can rent it on, like, Prime, Voodoo, whoever. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, the thing, it's available if you have stars on anything. I, I think you can get stars on Amazon or Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, or, right now, it's actually on sale on Amazon for, like, five bucks. Yeah. So, we just bought it. You should, yeah, you should all own the thing. Yeah. So, we, we now do. Uh, it's, like, $3 to rent and five to buy, so we were like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well get that extra two bucks in there. Thanks, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> See it all come full, full circle. See you in space. <laughs> In your weird, like, dick-shaped fucking <laughs> <muscle>. <laughs> Look, if I ever go to space, I don't want it to be in a giant dick-shaped object. I mean, how are you going to get there? I mean, on- honestly, I don't. I would submit that all spacecraft space. are dick-shaped. <laughs> honestly, if, first of all, I have no interest in going to space. If I do, I would love it, love for it to be in, like, a UFO-style, like, round spaceship. I don't think we have those. No, I want to be abducted. <laughs> If I'm going... By aliens. Yeah, if I'm going, I want to be abducted. I want to become a thing. <laughs> I won't know what's happening. <laughs> Fuck it. That's awful. Full send. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but no, I, I, I'm good off of space. No, thank you. <laughs> Look, if I'm going, it's against my will. <laughs> good off of space. Um, yeah, I'm really good off that. All right. Same same thing with that and like deep waters. 
I don't have any. I don't I have no interest in being in a submarine. Or Pretty much like the that. same thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, arguably worse than underwater. <laughs> no, okay. Anyways, um, so again, it's on Peacock if you're into that. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Canadian. That's fun. Yeah. Cronenberg, um, all of his movies. I, I literally that means nothing to me. I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. Okay. Cool. 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 cool, cool. Um, on that note, adios. Bye.